0: Today's tip is gonna be, I'll start it with a quote from Zig Ziglar. So I mentioned Chris Voss earlier, I mentioned Don Miguel Ruiz earlier, uh, now I'll just go back to the original, right? Zig Ziglar in terms of sales, right? Uh, So uh, Zig Ziglar says, you can have everything in life that you want if you will just help other people get what they want. So this also kind of dovetails nicely to our discussion about how you can be a little bit better cold caller in the last segment as well. Uh, so I will ask you guys the question. Um, uh, how can you help a homeowner get what they want? What are some of the things that a homeowner might want? Who you might be buying from? Closing costs. Help with closing costs. Who else? A, a fast closing. What else? Interest rate buy down. That's, that's what a buyer might want. Yeah? To get the property off of their hands. That's stressing them out. That's stressing them out, Probably causing a fair amount of anxiety. What does somebody over here say? No option period. Hmm. Do they know what that means? Do they know what a lot of this stuff means? Probably not. Uh, You guys do. And sometimes what I find is sometimes when when we know more than what they know, which is good, right? But sometimes we focus on those things that maybe are important to us and and maybe less important to them. So I think, uh, so, so you said no option period. I think that's really important to a seller who has a realtor who is informing them what an option period even is, right? And is informing them what is normal and maybe what is not normal. But are we, as real estate investors, are we typically buying houses off of the MLS? No, and if you are, you're, you're way overpaying, right? Do, do you, you guys know that, right? Uh, so let's talk about some of the things that uh, uh, homeowners want and let's talk about uh, what I think is catnip to sellers, right? Let's talk about the things that are catnip to sellers. Because ultimately when we're talking on the phone, when we're at in front of someone's door, when we're at the contracting stage, do we want the catnip? Do we want to, is that when we wanna pull out the catnip? Yes, that's when we always wanna pull out the catnip. Uh, so, so, so what happens when someone says, I don't want to sell my house? What did I tell you that I did for a living? I buy houses from people who don't wanna sell them, who tell me, point blank. I do not want to sell my house. So what do you say to those people who are in trouble, who might be about to lose their house, even though they don't want to sell their house? What do you say to them? What do you say to them? What what works for them? For those of you guys who are on my podcast, you're not knowing. For those of you guys who are on my YouTube or in person, you guys are all knowing. So uh, let's, let's go through some of those things. Uh, so for the homeowners in trouble, Here's what you can say. I don't wanna buy your house, but I do wanna make sure that the bank does not steal your equity. Does that come off a little different than, I wanna buy your house for cash. I wanna buy your house with a fast closing. Do they really care about that? Not really. But have all of the real estate investor playbooks that have ever been written said exactly that? Have I, if I'm honest with you guys, have I used that on many occasions thought that this was gonna be the difference maker? If I'm honest with you guys, the answer is yes. But then what happens when you say that? Well, no, you're not not hearing me. Maybe you just clean out your eardrums because I I do not wanna sell my house. So the way to keep that conversation going to the person who says I do not wanna sell my house is great. Well, let's just make sure I'm protected for you so the bank doesn't steal all of your equity. Because what does ever, almost everyone right now have in their house? Equity, right? If this were 2008, 2009, 2007, 2010, right? What was the thing that most people did not have? Equity. So did this work in that time frame? Not really. For the most, I mean, it, it did for some, but um, for, uh, in gen- gen- speaking in general terms, but does it work right now? This works right now. Okay, now, now I'm listening. Now now I put my listening ears on. Now I'm not my hang up ears. Now I'm not the, it's 5 p.m. on Friday. I don't wanna to talk to anybody right now ears, right? Now I'm listening. How can you help me save my house, right? So one of the other things that you might say is let me prove to you how I'm different than any other person who has knocked on your door. Do you wanna be the same? What is, what, is, what is everyone else doing? They're using the basic real estate investor playbook. Fast, you know, cash. Uh, solve problems, right? Repairs don't matter. That's, those, all those things matter to a real estate investor, not necessarily to a homeowner. So how are you gonna show that you're different? I'm gonna make sure we explore every possible option available to you to help you stay in this house then. You can absolutely take a picture of this, yes. What might some of those other uh, investors be saying? All those other guys are just gonna make, uh, uh, going to try and make you a low ball offer and they're gonna try and kick you out of the house as soon as they possibly can. Is that true? Is that what every single other investor is doing? <clears throat> and what happens to every single other investor as they're having this conversation. You guys are so quiet. I know you're out there. I can literally hear you breathing. You're not getting the deal. They're not getting the deal. They're not gonna get the deal. They're gonna be an also-ran. They're gonna finish in the back of the pack with everybody else, but not you guys. Because you guys were at this meeting tonight where I'm giving you, are these some okay tips? Okay. Okay, good. Then let's keep going. So all the other guys are gonna try and make you a lowball author, kick you out of the house um, um, and not really care what happens to you next, right? And you can give them what's called an accusation audit. Also from Chris Voss, right? What's a great accusation audit when you're talking to somebody who's talked to 26 people before you walked up? You're probably thinking, so you're labeling the situation. You're probably thinking I'm like every other a-hole that's walked up to your door today. How many people feel comfortable saying that? Okay, you do, you call a little black heart. That's right, Here's what does that do? What does that do? Disarms them, Ivan says, what else does that do? You're on their side now, good, what else does that do? Focus, somebody finish this for me. Focus is, focus is, this is what Facebook thinks of you, this is what Instagram thinks of you, this is what TikTok thinks of you. Focus is what? Currency. When you said, you're probably thinking I'm like every other a-hole that's come up here. What are they now like? Do you have their attention? I can tell some of you don't feel comfortable saying this. I don't feel comfortable saying this. That's why I abbreviated that, but it still got what? Their attention. And does it show that you might be different? And do you need just their attention long enough for you to get the rest of what you wanna say out? Use this; it will work. I didn't even put the a-hole thing on the slide. Sometimes I'll use the word jerk-off, so you can use that too, because it still gets their attention. And when you have that, their attention, what can you now do? You can lead them. Okay, so now I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Who, who's, who's read uh, Chase Hughes, The Six-Minute X-Ray? Anybody read Chase Hughes, The Six-Minute X-Ray? Okay, this is like. FBI, CIA, like this is the guy, Chase Hughes is the guy who turns the backwards hat wearing college boy into Jason Bourne, okay? And you know how he does this. He first starts with getting that focus and then he's able to lead them. So that's why, that's why I bring that, this up to you. Together we can game plan on what to do next. What does that sound like you've switched from? Who are you now? You're on their side. You know what really helps as well? It's not on this slide, but if you're taking notes, us versus them. Who's them? And who do you wanna make sure that you're an advocate for? For them, against who? The bank. Let's talk about how we can beat these people at their own game. Are they listening now? If you just say that one thing, Let's, let's game plan on how we can beat them at their own game. Now I'm listening. Now it's not five o'clock and I'm having dinner with my family. Now I'm going to tell them, you can heat up my dinner later, honey, right? So let's game plan on how we can beat them at their own game. Ah, So let's talk about uh, what homeowners want. So the idea here is let's go ahead and work on differentiating yourself from every single other quote unquote investor that walks through the door, calls them, emails them, text mails them, voice blasts them, uh, ringless voicemails them, whatever, right? Let's talk about differentiating you. Uh, Let's talk about maybe sincerely showing up as an advocate for them as opposed to you. What was the title of this uh, tip of the week? Who was the quote from? Zig Ziglar. And what did he say again? You can get everything that you want after you first help them, okay? So, and this is how you build the relationship. You've got their focus, you've got their attention. Now you gotta play it from here. So how do you play it from here? What do you recommend? How do you show up like not just another jerk off that's walked to their door today? Ask them what? Ask them what you can do to help? Come on, what else? They're clearly not an expert at solving their own problems, let alone articulating maybe even what their own problems might be. What do we wanna to say to them? How do we show up as their advocate? What are the questions we ask? Open-ended questions like give me one. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, when are we gonna be done? Do you even know what the equity in us on your home? No, I stopped open statements like six months ago, right? It's like I'm, 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 I'm over it. What do you wanna ask them? What do you wanna know? Ask them what they want. What do they want to do? They just told you, I don't want to live. To- let me tell you what I want to do. I don't want to move. I don't want to sell my house. So how are we going to figure out how to keep it? What are we going to ask them? Say it again. How can I help you stand? Come on. What can we do to fit? Come on. Help them find the money. Don't just say, oh, let me help you solve your problem. What are they going to do with that? Help them find the money. Where is the money? This is what you're gonna say. This is going to sound harsh, but we're gonna dig deep to find the money so that you can stay here. This is gonna sound harsh, but I'm gonna ask you about, if you're ready to sell that wedding ring. Oh, can you imagine that? But what, it, but what have you shown Obama? You show a straight shooter. You said that you want this. You said that you want to stay here. Let's figure, let's go through every single possible thing that we can figure out to get you to stay here. I didn't go through everything that I asked, but uh, this is basically what it looks like. So this is the framework for it. Do you have any funds at all? What does that look like? Do you have a, you would be surprised at how many people who are in foreclosure actually have a 401k, IRA, pension, something like that. What can they do if they have that? Is anybody borrowed against a 401k? Yes. Is that allowed when you're in some sort of a financial? Yes. Right? Are you helping them find money? Yes. Are you doing what you said you were gonna do? Absolutely. Do you have anything of value that we can sell? ATV, boat, jewelry, your car. This is going to sound harsh, but have you considered selling your car? Now, what's the last thing that they wanna sell? Their car. What's their car also their future? Let's get real, say it again. It might be their future home, but what's going to be the key to unlocking them staying at the house, which is what they said their number one priority is. Is your number, okay, let's go back and revisit. What's the number one priority, right? Yeah, you're gonna sell the car, but you're gonna to have to Uber, you're gonna have a bike, you're gonna to have to walk, you're gonna to have to do something, right? But this will give you a lifeline. I'm looking for lifelines for you. Uh, let's get it, my, my son, my 13 year old son like lives on Facebook Marketplace cause he's all about stereo systems and dirt bikes. And um, so, so you know, <laughs> so let's get it on Facebook Marketplace today. Is that uncomfortable to ask about jewelry? And the next question I ask is, cause I, and I, and I go to someplace sacred which is the wedding bands. Not because I'm looking to have them, but again, I wanna make sure the bank doesn't steal your equity. Let's find every way that we can do it. Now, family, friends, coworkers, oh, I know this is going to be hard, but who can we call right now? And I can help lead the conversation because do you think that if they, and, and do they sometimes have family and friends that can help? Yes, and what have they not done over the last six months with their family, friends, co-workers? Told them anything, told them anything. And what would most family, friends, co say if they knew, I would have helped you, if I would have only have known? What is the church would, gonna say? Like, I would have helped you if I only would have known. So who are they let's call now? How have you shown up for this person? fast cash keys, you know, solving problems person? No, I have you showed up completely different for this person. So now what are you? You are their advocate, you are the one that they are helping. So as you're exploring some of those other options, what do some additional options after that very difficult conversation look like? Loan modifications, right? Does that work? Sometimes. Is it worth a shot? Yes. Are many of the people that we've talked to have already gone down that path? Probably. Are many of the people that we're talking to probably can't qualify? So when you ask the loan mod question, what do, what's your follow-up question? Let's talk about whether you can even qualify for a loan mod. And then you start asking them the tough loan mod questions that are on all the banks' loan mod questionnaires. Because what are they gonna, oh, well, I love the loan mod thing. Okay, let's talk about whether or not you're even a candidate. So you're going deep and you're exploring each one of these options. Some of those HUD liens, we've talked about those earlier, where you could get a lien and put it on the back end of your mortgage. It's, it's, it's the what the end looks like for a loan modification. TRO, temporary restraining order. How many of you, to, to you is this a new concept? You know what this is. Many of you guys know what this is when it comes to getting rid of old boyfriends or girlfriends who are threatening your safety a temporary restraining order for a bank is for a bank that is threatening your threatening your home. So this doesn't just work for the bad girlfriend, bad boyfriend, it also works for the bank who's trying to foreclose. Now, when you do a TRO, how much time do you get? You get about one auction cycle in Texas. There's about 30 days, right? 30 days until the next first Tuesday of the month and they're trying to pull that TRO. Why? Because did the bank really do anything wrong? They may or may not have, right? Sometimes, sometimes what you guys don't understand is just them being uncooperative is doing what? Is deservant of a TRO. And you can buy enough time to get the other information that you might need, which might be a payoff, might be a reinstatement. Um, might be shorting a loan, might be getting information from an HOA, might be getting the title commitment and all the title work done from the title company. And a bankruptcy. So if you have less than one week to the auction, this is typically your last ditch effort. So let's talk about a bankruptcy. In what case do we wanna use a bankruptcy versus a TRO? I know for some of you guys who are just getting started, it's like, I just, like saw a Facebook ad about you, and I thought it'd come, like I don't even know what you're talking about right now. How many of you guys are there? It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's like, I could tell looking at you, like I could just look at your face, I could tell, we're, we're good, we're good. Um, but, but this is what your life looks like in a few months, okay? So, so just just uh, uh, honor the journey, right? And, and trust me that I know what I'm doing and helping people, okay? So, uh, so a bankruptcy versus a TRO. You'll want to use a bankruptcy if there is other debt to extinguish. What's the number one people most people uh, declare bankruptcy for? Hospital. Hospital liens, right? Because they get in an accident, they don't have enough insurance, they're in the ICU for two weeks, and then they get a million dollar bill, and they're making $50,000 a year. When are they ever gonna be able to pay that off? That'd be never. So if there's a hospital lien on it, you'll definitely want to declare bankruptcy anyway. A TRO won't work. But if there's no other debt and you're just waiting to get the payoff from some of these other liens and and you're going to close it in that time frame, then a TRO works best. If there's other debt and or you're looking at a longer process with them. So sometimes we've used that longer process to be able to give them a place to stay in their own home while their kids are finishing their last year in high school or whatever it may be. So these are some of the advanced techniques that we use to be able to help people stay in their homes. So for those of you guys, it's maybe going over your head. Just the objective here is we're trying to get that owner, what they say that they want, which is to stay there. And we're showing up as their advocate, as opposed to just showing up as I want to buy your house for cash. Right? Right. So this is what I want you guys to understand. Uh, now you've shown yourself to be a trusted advisor right? Uh, Now you're uh, probably the only person uh, that they are open talking to and continuing to build that relationship with. So one of the questions earlier, one of the thoughts, uh, the responses earlier was, well, I know I haven't built a relationship with you. You didn't say that part, right? That was in parentheses, but you said, would you mind if I followed up with you later? No, but if you've done all of these things that we've done here, what are they going to say when you say, do you mind if I follow up with you in a little while? They're probably going to say, yeah, you sound like, you, you sound, you seem very different from all of those other investors, right? Uh, there's also the law of reciprocity. Why do we love this law? Because when you do things for other people, other people typically are willing to do things for you. Uh, And if they don't have other options to be able to solve their own problems, it's okay to transition to what we have. Listen, I have, I, I, I mean, I've worked overtime talking to you for the last hour because this conversation can go anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. I feel like I've worked overtime here looking for every single option that will allow you to stay here. I'm not finding it. So help me understand what you think. So now you're going to ask them to solve. Now you can transition into, it seems like the best way to preserve your equity and have you leave here on your own terms and with a little bit of dignity, because the bank's not gonna give you that, is probably to sell your house to someone that you know and trust. And who do they now know and trust? You, okay? Um, So now you've given them everything that they want. Now you can get everything that you want. Do we follow this principle pretty well? Was this good shit? Okay. You two? You two, both of you. Okay, good. Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.